You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. by the Saints for a touchdown! Each your inside pass to everything Saints football. And the kick is good! We'll take you to places most fans never go. We'll watch from 60! To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the Saints season. That is going to be a touchdown! Taysom Hill! Taysom TD! Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby! Welcome in football fans. Inside Black and Gold, Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak. And we have been scorching in the New Orleans heat to cover this black and gold squad. And Jeff, thankfully the last couple days, we got to go inside for a little bit of a reprieve and got some news to get to. Obviously, we're going to get into some dark horses later on too. I know we got some audio to mix in. But overall, football's been here, you know, is here now. And just a lot, obviously, in the black and gold universe going on at this moment. Yeah, there's a decent bit of news that's happened since uh, the the start of the week, since our last episode. So we'll get into that. We're also going to hear from Derek, Derek Deuce McAllister on mm, Kendra Miller. We t- he talked a good bit about the rookie on Sports Talk yesterday. I thought he, what he had to say was really interesting. So we'll get into that. Also hear about Trevor Penning. I got the chance to talk to Derek Carr about him yesterday and how he's coming along. It's the first time they've gotten to work together. But first things first, I do want to get into the kind of bummer that came out yesterday, which is... Andrew Dowell, he was making a tackle during team drills. He actually, I thought he had a really solid day. He's kind of stretching out run plays. It was a run-heavy day. And he kind of hobbled off the field. He wasn't putting any pressure on one of his legs. I can't recall which one. But he went down. He was getting looked at by trainers. And it didn't seem like it was that significant. We saw him kind of moving around after that and looking like, you know, he was testing out that knee and didn't seem to have any issues. Dennis Allen, after practice, indicated that he didn't think it was a significant injury. But then Andrew Dowell was moved to injured reserve later in the day, which when you get moved to the pre- to the injured reserve list in the preseason, you are not eligible to return. Like if you get moved in the regular season, you can come back after four weeks. That is not the case when you go on in the preseason. He could theoretically get cut and re-sign, not unlike what Kevin White did last year, but it's a sign that that injury is, is significant and he's going to be out for the year. And that is a bummer because... I think anyone who's watched Andrew Dowell at practice or anyone who's watched him in a game or has listened to him talk, he's a guy who does everything the right way. He's a hard worker. He's always around the ball. He has good instincts. He's a very valuable special teams player. It's just a bummer for him. He was on a one-year deal. He re-signed this offseason. I think he was going to make this roster as a special teamer and maybe factor into the linebacker competition. So it's just, you know, it's going to open up opportunities for some other players. 
but it's just a bummer for for a guy who just does the work. Yeah, and like you said, not only for his special teams work, not, there's going to be a void there for this team to have to, you know, find another body. But, you know, with the limited, I guess, poss- uh, your, your options at linebacker, you figured that he was going to be in that rotation this year and was working towards that. Definitely if someone who puts in the work, always good to talk to. We had spoken with him. Uh, uh, one-on-one interview with the guys for sports talk so yeah you, you kind of get a a feel for these players and obviously it, it hurts to to lose a guy like that uh just because you know how much he was working towards uh put giving it all with this team another one uh that was we, we barely got to welcome back to new orleans was trey turner the other really body that we've lost so far this season i know andrews pete's got a, a quad strain luckily that's nothing major at this time it's just minor and we still at least see him uh, working off to the side but really a big bummer of camp for Dow. I, I expected a lot more from him going into the season with the with the extra opportunities that were expected yeah we don't know the exact extent of the injury yet right but anytime yeah. you you know you put on ir it's a significant thing kind of moving forward so the corresponding move that the saints made they claimed chuck filiaga a guard for the Packers, he's a UDFA. He was out of Minnesota. He was actually a teammate of Jordan Howden at Minnesota last season. You know, guard is a spot that, as you mentioned, you know, Trey Turner went down. Andres Pete went down. Calvin Throckmorton left early with an elbow injury. Right. I don't, uh, Dennis Allen said that wasn't significant either. <laughs> Take that for what it is. But, yeah, so that's a spot. There's going to be competition, and uh, you're just going to have to figure it out. I want to get more into the Andres Pete-James Hurst situation in the, in the takes segment, but... That's something. Another off bit of offensive line news. The Saints cut Scott Lashley, who got hurt earlier in the week. I actually I'm disappointed in that because I actually thought Scott Lashley was playing pretty well, but clearly that injury did not help him. And they signed Tommy Kramer, a guy that they had been working out, former Lions offensive lineman. So you're just kind of shuffling guys in and out, seeing who sticks. The offensive line is concerning to me uh, as we get sure. going, especially after Wednesday's practice, because they did not look good. And granted, you didn't have Ryan Ramchek. You didn't have Andres Pete. You were kind of shuffling some bodies around. You're still trying to get Trevor Penning up to speed a little bit. He's getting more reps these days than he did to start practice. But they got they got beat up a little bit yesterday. And so that's going to be something that, you know, one way to really tank your season fast is for the offensive line to just not get it done. One thing, too, I think we've mentioned this maybe before, but shout out to Coach Dennis Allen for being really forthright with injuries, it's a lot different, right? You know, dealing with him than those Sean Payton years. Yeah, it, it, like I get, like I said, you said the Andrew Dowell injury wasn't significant. I'm not like, I, I think he genuinely believed that when he said oh, it, sure. right? Like he's he's not trying to throw us off the scent. He had no had no incentive to. He but he has relayed injury information pretty reliably. So yeah, and I think it mattered him for that. Not just yeah, he left early with something. We'll let you know. It's yeah, like, he tweaked, tweaks. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, he's dealing with a with a rib. He's dealing with a hamstring, which is Alante Taylor right. also left early with a hamstring injury, and that's the one I'm a little more concerned about than Throckmorton because, as I've said, I don't want Throckmorton to start anyway, so it's not really going to change that much. But hamstring injuries can be finicky, and maybe they were just playing it safe because they have a day off on Thursday and they didn't want to push him. But that's going to be something to watch because. You know, if he starts losing reps in that in that CB two battle, 
you know, I think it, I think Paulson's already a little bit ahead in terms of he just started ahead because he's got a lot of starts. He's got a lot of experience under his belt that could, you know, be a factor. So that's going to be something to watch over the next couple of days. If Alonzi misses some time, how does that affect that whole competition? Yeah, and uh, Bradley Roby was in absence the other day, but I think that was just really a Veterans Day off kind of deal. Yeah. I don't think anything's wrong with him, thankfully. Yeah, Bradley Roby, and uh, I believe there was one other Ramchick. Ryan Ramchick. Yeah, Ramchick's always got a day off. I think they just there if it's veterans want days off, they're getting days off, and I think that's what is happening. And Cam Jordan doesn't want days off, so he's not getting days off. But if Cam came in and said, "I need a day," they'd give him a day. Absolutely. Right? Like I think that's kind of how things are operating. And especially with Ryan, a guy who's dealt with knee stuff in the past, the only thing that you're worried about with him is does his body hold up, right? Like, you know what to expect. You're not worried about, he doesn't need the, like, they always say, like, oh, get 1% better every day. When you're at the point in Ryan's career that Ryan is at at the point in his career, <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> you know, you're, you've gotten all the 1%s better. Now you're trying to maintain an all pro caliber right tackle performer. Same with Tehran a few years ago. So I don't have any issue with him taking days off. Take as many days off as you need. One guy who got a day off, and we can get into this a little bit, yesterday was, and that's Wednesday, was Alvin Kamara, who we know that was not injury-related because he took Gail Bench's jet. He didn't fly it like Jimmy Graham might have. He borrowed the boss's jet. Yeah, he got in the back. There was, a, there was someone else in the front, uh, and he flew out to New York to meet with Roger Goodell. You know, when you talk to Dennis Allen about it, you can, I think it becomes pretty clear that this was not his suggestion. This is not something that he has been particularly involved with. This was kind of a Alvin and Mickey talked about this. They've decided it was a good idea. He got coached up on, you know, what to say, probably what not to say, more importantly. Because I think there's, you know what? I think I was talking to Brett Martell about this. And I was like, what are the odds? Like, or is there a chance that he goes out there and makes his situation worse? And I genuinely think there is. So no. I think it is important that he says the right things or he said the right things. And Jeff Duncan reported that the meeting went, quote, very well. You know, take that for what it is. I genuinely don't think that anything Alvin says is going to sway that process because I don't think the NFL wants to set the precedent that, they're going to be, you know, I was like, oh, come with to me with your tearful apologies and we'll take your suspension away, right? Maybe at maximum, maybe it's like we were going to give you a six game and we knocked it down to a five or a four game. But I mean, that that's what happens at an appeal anyway. So I don't know. Either way, Alvin's going to be back on Friday. And I imagine now that that meeting has taken place, we're going to get a resolution here uh, sometime in the near future eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. 
Exclusions apply. Definitely hoping that resolution comes soon for obvious reasons, but I didn't think that there could be any bad coming out of, you know, Alvin meeting with a commish. Um, if anything, I'm stressing the fact too. It's like, listen, commish, Sean Payton's gone. You don't have to be a dick to us anymore. We can just worry about the Denver Broncos and all the crap over there. I'm sorry for what happened. Look at my past. This is uncharacteristic and I am apologetic. And yeah, I guess four is the lowest I think it'll be from the league, and I'm expecting six. Yeah, and from the Saints' perspective, there's no point in being hopeful for anything less than six. And and I genuinely mean that. Like, you are planning for six because worst-case scenario, it's six, and you have to be ready for that. If it's four and you prepared for six, great. And it doesn't hurt you. Uh, but you have to be prepared to be without him for six games. I don't really think at this point they're making any changes in terms of they're not giving they're not like giving Alvin fewer reps because they're well, you're not going to be here anyway. We got to get these guys ready. I don't think they're doing that. I think the preparation has already been done in that they brought in Jamal Williams, a guy who I would say is probably the you know go around the league and find me a better RB two than Jamal Williams. We gotta. He's got to stop with his food takes, though, between the crawfish and the beignets or the beignatis, what he called them, and, yeah. and comparing them to funnel cake. I was like, that's not going to be good with fans. I mean, I don't hate what he said. Like, I don't know why we're we we're such gatekeepers about the idea of like A fried, fried dough, dough powdered sugar. Um, they are slightly different, but they're not that different. And as someone who's come from out of the area and has had funnel cake has had yeah. fried dough at fairs, has right. had beignets, my share of beignets. They are not significantly different. There's a cultural thing around them. They're very good. But when you hear about them from outside, you're, you're an outsider coming in, it's like, oh my God, you got to get beignets. And you get there and you're like, yeah, they're great. <laughs> um, so I get it. I get it. And Jamal is uh, Jamal's, Jamal's more of a, more of a you know, I, I'm going to sit at my house and play Pokemon don't send me anywhere unless it's something I really need to do. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think the fact that he's just, he's like, we got f- funnel cakes and compared it to like in California. And I was like, ah, oh, dude, no, you don't want to say that to Saints fans. We're, you know, they're, they're crazy about everything and they'll jump you on food, especially for food. Yeah. I mean, so like the crawfish thing, yeah, throw him under the bus for yeah. that. Like, like you bury him under sauce. the building. You put barbecue sauce on crawfish and you have lost me entirely. <laughs> the beignet thing, I can, yeah, whatever. Like, if we need it's the offseason, we'll talk about something. Yeah. That, and that was a good quote. And that kind of leads me into a segment or a, a portion of this segment that I want to start doing, uh, which is just, you know, this is the best thing I heard this week. Top quote of the week, top sound of the week. The, my favorite thing, we'll come up with a name for it. But there was one quote yesterday from Derek Carr that I really thought was funny. I don't have a take around it. I just really enjoyed this answer. And uh, here it is. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's one of the best. He's smart. Uh, he's physical. He's athletic. Uh, and uh, he's in, for a center, he's in a, he's in a good mood you know, a lot of the time. And that's usually not the case. You know, usually centers are a little grumpy. Uh, but he's in a pretty good mood for a center, uh, you know, for the most part. I didn't know that. Centers are, centers like, are very grumpy people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Centers are typically, not all of them, but centers are usually very sore and agitated uh, individuals. Uh, but Eric's been Eric's been good. <laughs> very sore and agitated individuals. That sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm also a very sore, agitated individual. I've been dealing with a back thing all week. Everyone's been getting the worst version of me and sending out snarky tweets left and right. If you follow me on Twitter, you might have noticed that I have been exceptionally snarky this week. <laughs> it's because my back hurts and I've been in a bad mood. And so I've been just throwing every shade everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, I did enjoy that because, you know, and, and I looked up all the centers that, that, that Derek Carr has played with. He's only, uh, you know, and I don't know about all the backups, but he's only played with like three different starting centers. So I'm pretty sure he's talking about Rodney Hudson, uh, who he played with for like five years and is a very good center. But, uh, you know, maybe he was just a grumpy guy. And maybe I get it. College, I, maybe his college center, too. Yeah, possibly out in Fresno. I don't know. Pretty good right. weather out there. But, I, and I can get it. I mean, you're you're constantly getting someone reaching their hands down your butt. Uh, you know, you're getting bulldozed with your head down constantly. But uh, Eric, you know, and, and he's not wrong. Eric is a very upbeat individual. He's not someone who's who who comes off as sore and agitated. As it's just like it's a very good way to put it. I can't imagine that's the first time he's given that answer. I just thought I enjoyed that. So what my goal is to start like every week. I'm going to come up with you know my favorite soundbite and we'll start throwing it at you because I, I wanted to come up with a way to include that in today's podcast. And that's the, you know, I have nothing to say about it other than it was, it was a very good quote. Uh, with Eric McCoy too, a guy great with the media, but he's always looking forward to like, is that the last question? Okay, great. I'm out of here. He's yeah. always looking to take off. Yeah. But he's always happy about it. Right. Like he's right. never like, he, he never comes off as like, are you done? <laughs> can we, can we go? Can you stop asking me these inane questions that you asked the exact same ones last year and I gave you the exact same answer? That is something that, you know, uh, as we get back into like the normal flow of training camp, whereas last year was pretty much normal and this year is back to normal. We're not doing the Zoom interviews. Right. One thing that, that I always find amusing is when I hear the exact same questions asked that I remember from a year before to the same people and we get the exact same answers. It happens. I actually caught myself... Uh, the other day asking the same question because it's like the same things happen. It's the, it's just a different, it's the same process with different people. Anyway. Yeah. Rinse, wash, repeat. Same thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But all right. That's, that's the end of the news and notes and our top quote. Um, that's the, So we'll end this segment there. This is inside black and gold. I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Steve Geller. Follow us on Twitter at Jeff Nowak at Steve Geller, WWL and follow the show on Twitter at saints underscore pod i gotta do a better job of feeding the pod during training camp yeah we'll, we'll do it we'll get better we'll do it we'll, we'll get it done yeah and if you haven't given us a review do that go on apple Podcasts. give us whatever star rating you feel we deserve i only make one request which is you don't have to give us a five-star rating i'm not going to ask you for a five-star rating if you think we deserve it great but i will say if you give us below five stars please tell me why you did that because that's all I ask is that I know what pissed you off so that I can fix it. That's the whole point. We got a one-star review and no explanation as to why. That's not helpful to me. What did I do? How can I make things better? Hey, I'm going to I'm going to go with Cat Williams and say the more haters you have the better. Uh, I think Mike Thomas would say, if you ain't got no haters and you there ain't you go. There, There's another quote. There you go. Roberts. I, I was on my list too. <laughs> uh, but, but it's, it's, if you've ever watched the office, there's a, have you watched the office? Sadly? No, it's one of those shows I never got into. Well, there's a, I know. people there's tell a, me you missed out. 
Yeah, you should watch it. There's one episode where he starts his own paper company and he has a whiteboard and he writes a quote and he says, I, I think it was like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And then it had like the hyphen says Wayne Gretzky. And then the next one down was, was Michael Scott. <laughs> and so he's quoting him quoting that. And so I think that's like, Mike Thomas would be like the third one down that list. Because I, I, it's a song lyric originally. I can't recall. I looked it up, okay. but I can't recall who it was. But that would be the first one. And then it would be Robert Sala <laughs> because he said that about Sean Payton when he was talking trash about uh, what the, the coach, who's now their offensive Hackett. coordinator. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett. So it would be uh, the band or the, the, the rap group. And then Robert Sala and Michael Thomas. If you ain't got no haters, then you ain't pop. Anyway. This is Inside Black and Gold. This is a Saints podcast, and we're going to talk about the Saints. So we'll be right back. We're going to get into more about Kendry Miller, Trevor Penning, and kind of the, the run game and how, how it's working with a Saints running back that you might remember from Deuce McAllister. So stick around for that on Inside Black and Gold. 